Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, it's Emily, and I'm really glad you're here. As we start the podcast today, let's just pause and be still. Let's allow ourselves to really feel God's presence and give ourselves a moment of reflection as we begin to go through this prayer. Let's take a moment and share our current thoughts, feelings, and concerns with God, as well as thank Him for what He's done for us, is doing, and what He will do. O Lord Jesus Christ, you sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation. Grant that ministers and stewards of your mysteries may likewise make ready your way by turning the hearts of the disobedient toward the wisdom of the just, that at your second coming to judge the world, we may be found a people acceptable in your sight. For with the Father and the Holy Spirit you live and reign, one God, now and forever. Amen. I read your words in scripture, I ask you, Holy Spirit, speak to my heart and reveal your truths to me. Let us be together as you lead me into your kingdom today. Our time today is going to be over Revelation 6 and 7, and I will be reading Revelation 6. Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, a crown was given to him, and he went out as a conqueror in order to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse went out, a fiery red one, and its rider was allowed to take peace from the earth, so that people would slaughter one another. And a large sword was given to him. When he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a set of scales in his hand. Then I heard something like a voice among the four living creatures say, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, but do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following after him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, by famine, by plague, and by the wild animals of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slaughtered because of the word of God and the testimony that they had given. They cried out with a loud voice, Lord, the one who is holy and true, how long until you judge those who live on the earth and avenge our blood? So they were each given a white robe, and they were told to rest a little while longer until the number would be completed of their fellow servants and their brothers and sisters who were going to be killed just as they had been. 
Then I saw him open the sixth seal. A violent earthquake occurred, and the sun turned black like a sackcloth made of hair. The entire moon became like blood. The stars of heaven fell down to the earth as fig tree drops its unripe figs when they are shaken by a high wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the nobles, the generals, the rich, the powerful, and every slave and free person hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, because the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, quite honestly, the things that I have been taught as a child about the revelation are competing with the things that I and the truths that I know and I hold. Um, And I think that might be the case for a lot of us, that um, revelation and the end times were sensationalized for a season, and we may have been taught things that are not necessarily theologically sound. So looking over this scripture and trying to find any observation that I could share with you that I could really stand behind and be encouraged by, one thing jumped out. And that is, in particular, the language that John uses in Revelation. He says that the lamb opens the seal. Um, The riders are allowed to take peace from the earth. The sword is given to him. The seals are all opened by the lamb. And things are given over. They are given over the authority of a fourth of the earth. They are allowed to kill people. So as I read this and as we read through seven, that language continues. What really was jumping out to me is the authority of God over everything, but in this case, particularly the end times. And what is a scene of pain and Um, perceived chaos with earthquakes and the sun is black and the moon is red and the stars of the heaven are falling on the earth. Um, What reads as chaos and what reads as terrifying is very clearly demonstrated to be under the sovereignty and under the dominion of God. And to me, that is an encouragement. When I look at things that I don't understand, when I look at things that seem big and heavy and threatening to know that it is under the authority of God, even when he gives them the authority, that's still him, his choice. And we know the character of God and we know what his end goal is. And so we can trust that no matter how scary these things sound, that they reveal characteristics about himself to us. And overall, they reveal his glory. So my encouragement to you whenever you're listening to this, if it's the morning, if it's the end of the day, um, just taking a step back when things feel confusing or violent or overwhelming or um, even just practically in today looking at the amount of injustice and the amount of hurt that is allowed to live on the earth, it gets confusing and it's easy to lose sight of where God is in that. But what we do know is that God is in control, he is sovereign, and that everything is under his dominion. And we can trust him. We can trust him. I'm going to say that again just to let that sink in. We can trust him. I'm going to close us with a verse from Revelation 7. 
They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and along with the elders and the four living creatures, they fell face down before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Father, I thank you that you are in control of all that we see and all that we don't see in the most complicated and in some ways scary chapters of the Bible. You are still very clearly stated to be in control. God, we thank you that you've revealed your character to us and that we know that you are just and you are good and we can trust you. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength be to you forever and ever. By our lives and through our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen. Amen.